Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mel. So this week we're going to be talking about how do we develop a better form of communication and how can we actually cancel out all this darn canceling that's actually going on. So we're we'll talking about that in our question of the week on episode number 45 of the Relaxed Mail. Welcome to Relaxed Mel, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. All right, so we're going to be talking today a little bit about uh, the cancel culture and kind of how that really isn't uh, isn't a good uh, tactic to actually use on either side because yeah, we the the right claims that the left is is doing it a lot more, but I've seen evidence that you know the right does the same thing from time to time. But um want to talk about why the whole cancel culture phenomenon that's going on this past uh, seven or so years has, is just not really a, a good tactic to use and why it's not really going to be changing people's minds. So if you, if anything I say through this whole episode actually rings, uh, strikes a chord or rings a, uh, starts to really sink home with you and you know somebody who this would actually be a great uh, episode for them to listen to, please go off, share this out to your Facebook friends, to your, on your Twitter, share it out to, um, to a particular friend, send it through to a message. Uh, most uh, podcast apps these days have some type of sharing feature applied to them so that you can actually just share a particular episode. Or if you're like an overcast, you can actually, if there's a particular snippet that I say something just incredibly witty, which, I mean, it does happen from time to time. But, you know, if I happen to say something uh, very uh, astounding or, or insightful and you think it would really ring a bell for somebody, then you can actually even share that, just that time snippet. So, but either way, uh, share this out and let, uh, help people see, know that, uh, the relaxed mail is, is out there and that it's a, at, uh, available for their consumption. So not much really going on with, in the, uh, with relaxed mail itself. I've been trying to get some just different, different things up and going, been talking to quite a few people and, uh, Love having some of the conversations that I've been having and uh, just things are going, going good, growing events coming up. Nothing really, nothing really major for the relaxed male community itself. I am looking at seeing when would be a good time to try out this, uh, try out the live event again, again since last time just <laughs> really didn't get, uh, Take off and then whole COVID thing just completely decimated everything and any chance of, of a live event. So want to be able to get that going. I want to get us guys out to, and together meeting each other and, uh, and growing as, as 
as a group should and and be able to help everybody to be to become the best man that they possibly can be. So now I want to go ahead and listen. I know we've got uh, just a limited amount of time. I want to go ahead. Well, I don't have a limited amount of time, but I know that your time is important. And so I want to go ahead and let's jump into the question of the week. And this question of the week, if you are wanting to have your question asked or you have a question, you want me to want to ask me and if I can talk, this would help out tremendously. If you want to have your you have a question you want to be able to ask it to me. You can do so in two different ways. You can either send an email over to Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com or you can go to relaxedmail.com forward slash contact and fill out the form and submit it. And I would love to be able to read it on air. But then there are times that I don't have a a question come in and so i usually will grab a question the question of the week from core and that's where we get this week's question from the question is my ex cut me out of his life because i was emotionally dramatic how do i stop being that person and is that is is it bad to be an emotional person all right and i replied to the question uh question asker the questioners there we go. That's the proper, <laughs> proper word. Yeah. I asked the questioners, uh, this and I made it, uh, this response. Well, you're being emotional. Or correction. I'm trying to read and I don't read and talk in the same way. I, I asked them, are you being emotional for the sake of drama? Are you being just dramatic and you're in an emotional? In, in your emotional actions, because you seem that seems like the proper response, and I know that that all sounded as a kind of an odd way to to phrase it, but some people do. Some people are just take everything. If they're going to be happy, they're just blowing it to you know. They're going to be bouncing off the walls, giddy. If they're going to be sad and dramatic, they're all, you know, dramatic. Oh my, oh, the world is coming to an end. You know, this whole, the whole thing of being overly dramatic with your emotions serves some people. They don't feel like they're being emotional unless they're, you know, over the top, they're acting completely Nicholas Cage or they're, some people's emotional ranges are very mellow. They are, we almost go to the point of being stoic where we don't use, we realize our emotions are there, but we don't push those emotions out in front of everybody. Those are things that we process. And so emotions just really vary from person to person. Now, are you able to control that level, are you able to go from 11 to maybe a five on your emotional scale? Well, actually, yes, you can say you're, uh, you are in your, your ideal job. You're doing precisely what you want to do. You're in the company, in the best company for that. And you're just, you're rocking it. You're just, you're the top employee because you're, you're just really tapping into and embracing your, your passion. Well, you go into, they say they've got a, a company meeting. You go in and you find out that the department that you're working in is getting transferred to a town that is eight hours away. Well, you're going to be able to control if you love your job so much that you're willing to stay there 
you're going to be able to control that emotion. You're not a, you're not going to go all of a sudden stand up and go, no, you know, you're not going to do that. You're going to can, you can control the level of your emotions. Just the problem a lot of people have, especially those who want to just be overly dramatic, emotionally dramatic is that they don't pay attention to what their level is in most instances. Even if you're emotionally dramatic, you're not going to just crank it up to, to 11 as the, uh, this is spinal tap goes. You're not going to crank it all the way up to 11 and just let emotions fly any which way, but you're going to, you're going to go high whenever you think that it serves you. But I want to actually post the, the thought of, is that emotional outburst, whether it's happiness, sadness, anger, um, melancholy, depression, uh, exhilaration, or what, is having that emotional outburst really serving you, or is it being is it an indulgence for you? And indulgence are just are just things that you do because you think that that's uh, what you need to do, and it really doesn't serve you. And I posted that uh, to the to that particular person yeah, that yeah you can control your emotional outburst. So how do I how do they stop being that person? Well, you stop being at eleven all the time when it comes to your emotions. Pay attention to what you're doing emotionally, and if you notice that you're you're hovering around nine and a half, veering up to to ten, you you know dial it back a little bit. <laughs> okay, well uh, let's. let's Cool it a little bit. And you may it be a little awkward, be a little weird the first few times that you're, you know, paying attention to what your emotional level is. But you can actually, yes, you can control being a emotionally dramatic person. But I don't want to, I also cautioned the questioner to not turn that emotional level off because emotions are important for us all. Even her, ex who cut her out of her life you know he has his bits of emotions that's one reason why he probably cut her why he cut her out of the life is because he saw that emotionally dramatic uh instances as being embarrassing or frustrating or or you know trivial in in many ways and he decided that he had had enough and it was like well we're not having anything to do with with the emotional looney tuny over here we're gonna I'm just no one talked to her, no one looked at her. I mean, just let her let her go. But is being an emotional person bad? No, we all have emotions. We all are are emotional beings. We all have anxieties and and fears and apprehensions. We also have the good emotions. We have the highs. We have the lows, and those are what make us wonderful people. And I love emotions because emotions. Color our memories. Our memories are not so much the instance of what the details of what we remember, but it's about what we felt. I have memories of of walking around uh, the small town of Pottsville, and I. There's times that I will catch the, especially in the spring, when you catch the smell of the trees starting to leaf and I don't know if you've ever really paid attention smells are very really um are very strong with me I like I like the different types of smells and 
the smell of, of humidity and the green and all that really brings to me the memory of walking around in, in Pottsville and the smell of, of cut sage, uh, go through and my granddad would have wild sage growing somewhere on his property. And as he had mow across it, just this, you know, this aromic or this powerful aroma, aromic, I don't think that's a real word, <laughs> this powerful aroma would come about and would, and would just basically smack you upside the head. And I remember a couple of times where, you know, it really kind of, kind of rocks your head back a little bit. But now I catch that smell and it, again, it transports me back to me being a little kid in Pottsville, watching my granddad ride his lawn with his riding lawnmower, cutting the grass on the, on the back portion of his property. Those emotions are important to us. So those emotions are what make us who we are. They are uh, just a really, really important for, for everybody. And we all have the emotions. We all have those fears and those moments of joy. And I encourage people to embrace those, embrace the, the, those feelings that you have because that is you. There are your feelings. Those are your emotions. And the only person that can feel those emotions are you. Yes, you can share what the try to share and convey that emotion to other people, but they're not ever going to really feel that sense of pride when your son walks the across the stage to receive his uh, college diploma or his high school diploma because they didn't see all the struggles that you had with your son to get him to that level. And your sense of emotion of pride and joy and accomplishment is not going to be the same as what your son. So we all have our own emotions and our own thoughts that are from those, that create those emotions. And so that's what makes human beings, though messy, we are such a, an incredible, beautiful uh, species on this earth. So to go from all those types of emotions, I want to jump into the main topic. And before I do, I want to, I'm going to start doing this a little bit more just because, well, I'm, I would like, not even really, I'm not even going to, uh, to fully explain it, but what we're going to do is from now on question of the week, I'm actually going to start throwing a, a bit of a sponsor into the, uh, to the question of the week. And so that week, uh, that question of the week is actually going to be brought to you by the Brotherhood of Man. Now, this used to be known as the Conclave of Men, and I'm still making some of the changes to it. But it is what this is a men's group. It is based upon what's called the, the, the mastermind format where we get together. We're there to help each other out. We are wanting to take the men who can who want to improve themselves. They see that their son is struggling, but they don't know how to help their son. They are, men are seeing that their wives are not quite as close to them as they once were. Maybe the sex life is, has dipped way, way down or become almost non-existent. Or maybe you're just realizing that there's something more in life and you don't know where to turn. Well, the, the brotherhood of men is just that. We are a group who meet once a week and they are 
there to help you with a portion of an accountability group, but also to help you when you run into those different barriers. Sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees and to get around that. One of the best things to do is to ask somebody else, somebody who's been there. You may not even realize they've been there or even somebody who's not ever actually been exactly in that same predicament. So they don't know all the details that you're, that you know, and they can come up with a solution that is completely different to what yours are. And so I've got some openings available for the Brotherhood of Men. This is a, uh, a year long commitment. But it's right now I am running uh, the special of you can get in here at $150. Once that, uh, once that happens, uh, my first group, the first, I get the first 12 people in that's jumping up to $200. So if you're wanting to be a part of this group, you're wanting to be a part of Brotherhood of Men and you want to be able to get yourself up to flatten that, that learning curve a bit to, then I would actually, I would recommend you come over, join up with the Brotherhood of Men, embrace the, uh, the, this, this group so that, and, and see what the actual and full potential of your life actually is. So now let's jump on over to the main topic. And the main topic is canceling, uh, how to cancel the canceling. Now we've, this year seems to almost be out at a feverish pitch, but, and a lot of people are, have heard of and are aware of what the cancel culture is. And the cancel culture is basically anybody says anything or has done anything that you absolutely cannot stand, detest, or, or object to, try to get them canceled. And the cancel culture itself, I really started to notice was back in about seven years ago, really. It was, there was instances where somebody would ha, had made a, a comedian or a where somebody from uh, had made a off color joke, uh, an inappropriate in today's standards joke, ten years ago, twenty years ago, were be, and their their words that they had said back when the internet was just starting to become popular are being drug out. There, people are scouring. Uh, Twitter feeds for anything that could be seen as offensive or, or, or anything like that and would throw that at their people's uh, faces and would create such a, a, a stink about it that the person would step down from their, their position of not power, but would step down from their, from their position. A lot of times these were people who were on television and, if they had a uh, unpopular, they were unpopularly viewed, then they would, they would have, they would have their, their past mistakes thrown, uh, thrown in their face and would try to embarrass them enough to where they would leave and not, and, and step down from their, their position of, of power. Say it was in, on a television, they were an influencer of some sorts. And that has grown more and more and more and more to where people are getting banned from social media, uh, getting their social media accounts banned. They're, they're getting, uh, people are getting silenced. And in all reality, they're trying to, they're trying to make the world a better place. I get 
why they're trying to do it, but there's, uh, there's such a misguided reason as to why they're doing it. Because one, canceling a person out, silencing that person doesn't actually fix the problem. Yeah. You showing other people like you do this, you're going to get the same results. Doesn't really, um, doesn't really work. But now people are starting to get, we've got a lot of people who on both sides who are getting really fed up with being canceled out. And so you're to make it harder to be canceled. They're getting louder. They're getting more audacious and they're starting to really say stuff that just doesn't fit the, the realm. And that's, I mean, people claim to hate Trump so much, but Trump is a product of what of the, of the political uh, culture these days where, yeah, he's going to say stuff that is just outrageous and right there in your face. And he's doing it unapologetically. And that's what everybody on the right loves about him is that he will say it like it is. He's t- and it, the right's absolutely tired of being, you know, having everything thrown in their face. And yeah, I know I'm talking a lot of, of about, uh, and I love a friend, uh, my friend of mine, Jake Warner, uh, calls politics this. And I, I love this. He calls it parlor tricks, which just fits it perfectly to a T. It's just, Oh yeah. He did such a wonderful job with that, with that, uh, <laughs> using that word or those words, uh, to represent politics because it's, you know, they're parlor tricks. Either way, they are parlor tricks and it parlor tricks, you know, sounds like politics. So anyhow, I think it's a, I think it's great, but anyhow, it's, you get on Facebook now and it's almost, at least for me, it is. And a lot of it is because of of algorithms. I get it. But I'm getting to the point where I'm actually thinking of throwing some type of, of, uh, extension on my browser like remove all politics so that uh, that uh, so the this what that what that particular extension uh, browser extension does and I think there's another one that's uh that's similar to it uh, but uh, there's a there's a couple that are that are very much like that and it's like control my social or or something like that but there's a uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes but it's it takes anything that's got a particular keyword in it and just keeps it it blocks it out from the uh from the Facebook feed so if you're getting tired of seeing a whole bunch of uh political uh comments and politic uh political this or political that it's you know there's a couple of friends who sadly I wouldn't be able to t- see for a while until <laughs> until they uh, until the, the, the elections are done and over with, and then maybe they will calm down and one side may calm down while the other side is going to go jump up to a feverish pitch. And that's no matter what side. And so, and I know I'm just as much, uh, just as guilty about jumping into the political phrase. I love having those discussions, but I also want to have the discussions. Yeah. I'll do the little jabs. I'm during the last, uh, the first, uh, pl- uh presidential debate. That we had just at the end of September. I was right there in the middle of everybody else. I was poking all the bears with a very short stick, you know, just seeing who I could, who see how many people would block me on, uh, on Twitter, just because that's kind of what Twitter has devolved to is see who can piss off who the most. 
And I, I failed miserably at that, by the way. Only that I know of, I had like three people block me. So, <laughs> but um, it was a, but it's such a, a it was such a fun free for all. I mean, it was just as much of a hot dumpster fire as the, as the debate itself was, where nothing was being seen. And you can take the debates themselves as being a, the, sums up the whole, Facebook, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all the, the political discussions. It's just everybody's talking over each other. No ideas are being communicated. No thoughts are being shared. It's just, it's my side and it's my side's right. And my side is the only one that's going to, is the real side that's going to do great for America. And in all reality, no, it's not. That's the worst thing you could do because what we're doing right now, the way we're keep fighting against each other is shoving each side further and further and further away from the extreme or, or from the middle and more out to the extremes. And this is what is the big problem. We're afraid of having a bunch of socialists take over. Well, guess what? We're shoving those people over to the socialist side. They're afraid we're going to be over to, to the, uh, and in, in all reality, we're more, the, the right is more of, of an anarchist extreme than what they like to try to call the right, the right. And they want to make us totalitarian. But if you look at what the right actually stands for and what the left actually stands for, we're, we're, we're more libertarian and even uh, to the extreme libertarian of where they're uh, to, uh, to that of a, of a more of a lawless where we govern our, ourselves type of type of lawlessness the problem that we're having is that no one is actually paying attention to what the facts are they're not looking at the facts we're not actually talking we're talking at each other we're yelling at each other we're not actually having an open and honest discussion and to because you know you hear people at least on on twitter i was hearing everybody say you need to uh, arrest that criminal trump no one has yet to be able to actually tell me what crime is it they claim Trump has done. And if they, and they, I've had a couple people try to say that, it, that it was like, uh, the whole being in, uh, working with, uh, the Russians, but you know, we've, that's been shown time and again that that wasn't right. We've shown where those, those reports of him being there were actually just created by a, I, I just a, a writer and didn't have any, any facts in, in what the, he was saying at all. But that's neither, neither here nor there. But what's actually happening is that we've got the one side has their words, their, their statements, their, their beliefs. And the other side has their thoughts and their beliefs. And, Everybody's sitting there just smacking each other uh, against uh, their heads against each other's heads and are not making any headway on either way. When what it really needs to be done is to be sat down, to be and and to talk. Now, the problem that we're that you have with the cancel culture is that you're causing people to not talk. And it's a lot like being in an abusive relationship. Where the abuser wants to control as much of the narrative as they possibly can. And so to do that, if you say anything out of line, well, you're going to get whacked. You're going to get canceled 
in in one way or another. But if but if that happens long enough, what ends up happening is the the person who is being abused gets fed up with it and will do one of two things. They either are going to get the heck out of the relationship or they're going to fight back. And that is because the the abuser never changed the person being abused's mind. It never was able to imprint that, yeah, I am the one who's in control and you're doing everything wrong and you should be sorry for feeling wrong. And it's the same thing that's happened in several different countries. You look at China. You say something horrible about China. You talk about their their human rights record and and well, Tiananmen Square never happened according to China. Yeah, the rest of the world knows about Tank Man, but in China, no, no, nothing. Tiananmen Square is essentially scrubbed, and that's because of the reason why there was a change of idea. The people who want freedom, who want that, uh, people who have a particular mindset and a particular line of thinking, they don't, they don't want to be under the control and the thoughts of of the China uh, government, Chinese government. And if you do say anything bad about China, guess what? You're going to probably disappear. You may reappear later after going through a re-education camp and becoming politically correct, or you may just wind up in a ditch. Same thing happened in Soviet Russia, where, well, I mean, there's still acts of people who are saying things bad about the government, and I forget who it was, but someone just here recently got poisoned because they were against Putin, and he uh, Putin didn't like the fact that he was not on his side, and so wound up being poisoned. They caught the poison in time uh, so i think i believe the uh that the ambassador whatever ambassador it was or whoever it was is going to survive and recover but it's not it though just the fact that they didn't have have the ability to even have their own line of thinking yeah china you can have you can think whatever you want as long as it's in the same line as what the government officials say. This is kind of a lot like how the cancel culture does. You can think any thought you want as long as it's the thought we were, we approve of. And that doesn't make us help us grow. Yeah. We have to have those uncomfortable conversations. We have to have those discussions where we really don't like what, what we're hearing. Silencing people doesn't change that person's mind. As a matter of fact, it actually concretes that, that line of thinking. You don't want, want racists around? Well, probably the best way not to have racists around is to actually sit around and talk about it and actually have a discussion, not walk up and down the streets with bullhorns trying, getting in people's faces as they're enjoying their ice cream and a Baskin Robbins, but to actually Voice have those discussions with the people who have an opposite have an opposing view. You might find that all of a sudden those people really aren't nearly as racist as you wanted to assume they were. And remember what assume is: it's ass you and me. So to assume everybody is racist doesn't work. To assume that uh, that you know one particular race of people is 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 more criminal than the other doesn't work you get sit around and you actually get to talk it's like um what was the uh well there's a a black man who actually became 
friends with like with the with one of the high leaders of the Ku Klux Klan. And I'll see if I can find the uh, find that story. But actually got around to talking to him and had a he was a reporter, if I'm remembering right. And he didn't mention anything about his race, but went in and talked and had the, you know, he had a bodyguard there. And they were both very tense that first time they met. And they kept coming back, kept coming back, kept coming back and talking and talking and talking again and sharing ideas and sharing thoughts and having an own honest and open dialogue. And what happened is that that grand poobah master wizard dragon leader of the Ku Klux Klan that he was quit the Ku Klux Klan and became an advocate for getting rid of the Klan. He took the time to change another man's mind. And to do that, it's not instant. It's not going up to somebody and saying, you're a racist. Well, that's not going to fix anything because you have something called psychological reactance, which goes, screw you. I'm not either. Even if they did were to do something that was racist. Go off and say, you know, makes made some stereotypical comment about about a uh, about one race, and turn and you know, and then say, well, that was really racist. Well, that's not going to change a person's mind. It might have them realize, oh, well, that was insensitive, and they made change that way because you had a discussion afterwards. Well, dude, that's kind of you know, that's you shouldn't talk like that. That's really uh really kind of a jerk move. Oh, really? I didn't didn't realize. I'm sorry. That's just how my grandparents raised me. You know, you have those types of discussions. You have to have those honest discussions. You also don't see. Well, there's a saying that I say a lot of that I love to use quite often, and that's when anytime you point a finger, there's three more pointed back at you, and that's when you run up to somebody and you say, say a. a a black man runs up to to a white guy because the white guy did something, and he says, "All oh, you white people are racist." Well, guess what? That's a stereotype that he's throwing out to a, to a white guy, and so in in the very act of stating that that stereotype shows that you know there's a bit of racism over on his side too, and you can reduce that whole racism tension right there by instead of just pointing a finger and getting in a person's face and, and, and yelling at them, sitting down and going, dude, dude, look, you know, have some type of conversation have an honest discussion. Don't have drop the whole agenda of trying to make, get, make this person, this person understand, but instead get to know the person talk and try to understand, uh, and and come to an to know this person, and you can then have access to their mind and be able to make the changes that you actually want. Yelling doesn't serve you, while actually talking does. And so, what lessons did we learn from this? Well, one, yelling doesn't do anything. Getting in a person's face, getting holding up a bullhorn, doing anything along those lines is not going to do anything to change a person's mind. And a matter of fact, more than likely you're actually cementing that, that thought even stronger. Well, they're just a bunch of jerks. They don't even know what they're talking about. And, you know, and all of a sudden to change a person's actions, thought processes and things like that just doesn't work. You can also 
sit down and talk with people. Do that uncomfortable thing. Talk with someone who you don't agree with and come to understand. You might find out that they're actually pretty nice dude. You know, they actually have this, a lot of the same problems and a lot of the same stripes and a lot of the same issues that you run into also. But also, finally, have patience. Talking with somebody and changing their mind is not a, a 30-minute debate. It takes months, if not years, of being a friend, getting in there, being a part of their life, living life with them. As the saying goes, you are the uh, the average of the five people you spend the most intentional time with. So spend the time with people Cause, uh, with you spending time with people causes your thoughts and your values to be ingrained into them. So guys, I'm going to go ahead and I'll start wrapping this up. I want to thank you again. If you are interested in joining the uh, Brotherhood of Men, please feel, uh, go over to uh, brotherhoodofmen.com. I just realized I was talking about Brotherhood of Men and I never did give the, <laughs> give the link. Um, that would be relaxedmail.com forward slash brother. So if you go to relaxmail.com forward slash brother, that'll take you to uh, the, the page uh, for uh, for the Brotherhood of Men. And there you can actually go in and sign up. There's, it's not an instantaneous sign up. I actually am going to uh, – you'll fill out a form. We'll sit down. We'll talk with you. And we'll go through and uh, and and have a have a discussion and see exactly how well of a fit you will be in. There's also four different uh, uh, groups that you can be a part of. We have a uh, Tuesday. We have Tuesday meetings and Thursday meetings. One in the morning, one in the evening. Same for Thursday. So, guys, I want to thank you again for for listening. Y'all have a great day. If you liked the show, please click uh, uh, subscribe and. That way you'll get a, get the actual, each new episode as they come out. It'll automatically be downloaded to your, to your phone or iPad or whatever listening device you have. Um, if you could also do me a favor, go to relaxmail.com forward slash pod chaser. That's P O D C H A S E R pod chaser. That will take you to our pod chaser page and there you can leave a rating review. Uh, those help me out tremendously just to, puts a little gas in my tank lets me know whether i'm on the right track or if i'm veering off somewhere and you want to know more about something else so guys thank you again for listening y'all have a great day and we will talk to y'all later till then bye